Hello, Challenge fans, and welcome to a very special 100th episode of the Challenge Roundtable Reacts podcast. I'm your host, Levi Hall, and for this special episode, it's a special moment because the whole crew is here. I'm joined by the man who started this whole thing with me just over three years ago. He may or may not have watched this week's episode. It's oh. Read This 28. It's George. <laughs> How are you doing, George? Uh, be because it's such a special podcast, I have made sure to watch the episode for once. I've missed the previous three, so some of my theories might be a little <laughs> bit wrong, but let's oh, find out what happens. And that, You're my right. friends, is classic George. Um, <laughs> also here, we have got the uh, USA Invasion, as we are joined by brianrbatty.medium.com and our lovely uh, reality TV of America, genius, the lovely Lauren. How are you doing, Brian and Lauren? Ladies first. I'm saying I'm, I'm doing good. Um, I was just thinking Happy New Year. It's 2024. I'm right back into scheduling work meetings around the recording of this podcast. So <laughs> not too much has changed. <laughs> Shout out to Lauren's boss. <laughs> The wheels of capitalism keep on turning, baby. <laughs> um, I'm good as well. Um, I can I say so to honor it's the I don't know you didn't even did you, you did you say that it's the hundredth episode yet? Yes, did I said I, a special one hundredth episode. No, I don't pay attention when you start talking. <laughs> the uh, um, my favorite. I, I want to shout out the first episode you guys ever did. It's the reason that I. Uh, got hooked on this show in the first place back when I was just a mere listener. You asked George. Um, it was the moment I knew I would like it. You asked George. Sincerely, you said, who on the cast would you like to have seen get hit with a shoe? It was after the CT West thing. And George, like, got real, like, George, like earnest and only the way that George can, where like he takes something seriously that everyone else would be like, What is going here? was like, Who would I like to see get hit with his shoe? Well, and he took a deep breath, and I was like, I don't even remember what he said, but like, I was like, This is great. <laughs> the fact that he gives a shit about this question is fantastic. So, a uh, hundred episodes later, here we are. It's pretty cool. And a um, flattering impression, by the way, Brian. You made me sound <laughs> awesome. <laughs> George, so in honor of that, George, can you answer who on this cast would you like to see get hit with a shoe? All of them. Line them up. Every hundred food. episodes, you have to answer who would get hit with a shoe, who you'd like to see get hit with a shoe. Line them up. Oh, Michelle. No, you have to say a name. You have to say one. <laughs> Well, while George thinks about that, I, I need to <laughs> George. While you think about that, I must yes, introduce the fifth, the fifth person to our panel, the man that may have been the most recent to join, but he has just a bigger place in my heart as all of you, and he means that for the first time in challenge history, the Brits outnumber the Americans. It's only the sport guy. It's Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? Lovely moustache, lovely whatever the fuck that is. I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I thought because it's the 100th the uh, episode, I would take things very seriously uh, and, and dress up because, uh, you know, sometimes these uh, occasions need a bit of class. Um, so I thought I would deliver that. 
And um, speaking of class, George, you class, by the way. <laughs> speaking of class, George, you were asked a question: Which member of this cast would you most like to hit with a shoe? Oh, the one with fake, the one who's had ab implants, James or whatever his name is. <laughs> well, well, he broke his face on his debut season. It seems nice to have a like a continual theme. <laughs> and you would rebreak the face with the shoe. And Brian has snorted. Happy 100, Fantastic. guys. Fantastic. Um, the guy with now, the fake abs. George, never change, dude. Just yeah. you always be you, man. The fact that he's the British one as well, so it's like the one that maybe George might know from, you know, just <laughs> general uh, pop culture, I suppose. You know, also, Ryan, I got to say, you almost look as cool as new cool Josh. So that's a that's a oh, high high almost, almost yeah. I, I could yeah. see new cool Josh wearing this blazer out in Miami. Hell yeah, I could. Hell yeah. I, I like could a see... white bandana and like his hair tied up straight. To yeah. uh, to I, further I, to further the uh, the outfit, it does also uh, come with shorts in the same uh, design. Please uh, tell me you're wearing them. I I'm, I I'm, I'm not wearing them. No. In which case, please tell me you're wearing nothing down there. Ah <laughs> uh, well. You had a, to a bring gentleman it there. never reveals. Yeah. Well, gentlemen and lady, is that from Oppo suits? It is, yeah. Yeah, I've I've got four of those. Nicely done. <laughs> and you too can buy a nice suit from Oppo suits. Uh, going to www. No, uh, I do need to quickly just move on because we are not the only people here today. This is a little surprise for you in the waiting room. Gentlemen and lady, we have a challenge legend joining us for our 100th episode. <laughs> um, he was on less than 100 minutes of the challenge. Uh, let me just let him in. It is Sean fucking Lenneker. No, it's not. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's just the five of us. I mean, I knew, like, you could have, I knew that wasn't true, but you could have got us with so many other people, you know? <laughs> it's the it's the 100th episode brian i i've i've blown my load early with sean lineker lolo yeah it's, as soon, as, as, soon as you said sean lineker i was like how did you contact him didn't he block you yeah no that's michelle oh okay sean lineker just replied saying why would you want me on i was on one episode you couldn't I get lolo that, i think that's the peak of the podcast it's him going, yeah, but why do you want me on? <laughs> but but you know what's what what actually happened was the reason that he rejected being on the podcast was based on the length of time we were recording those podcasts back in the day, he actually would have been on the podcast longer than he was on the actual challenge. He's <laughs> actually quite true. George, do you remember when we did that four hour record that I edited down to two hours forty seven minutes? That was not our finest p a bit of work. The editing yeah, the editing one actually sounded quite good. The uncut version of that is <laughs> fucking awful. Or I think, I think that's what you should release. <laughs> my favourite edit, my favourite edit in the 100 episodes was still when George, for absolutely no reason, just shouted out his home address. And <laughs> at that point, I had to learn how to use Final Cut Pro to both blur his mouth and put the beep over it. What was that address, George? Was I challenging no. someone to a fight? <laughs> no, you were challenging someone to send beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one did. And that, my friend, is classic George. Now, we have got 
a big episode, a jam-packed episode for you today. Um, as it's our 100th episode, we will be talking about the most recent episode of The Challenge. Um, and hopefully Brian has prepared um, some whimsical history about the podcast because I haven't. Production value died after season two. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> The... I didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, but Brian, you can get off top of your head. Are you talking about the podcast or the, the challenge? Oh, definitely the podcast. <laughs> Dude, we used to put clips in. Hello? I remember there was one season. Do you remember when we did you, the uh, Redditor's Corner? Used to do that. Yeah, when we did Redditor's so... Corner, I used I used to bring a phone in and then we used to project it on the phone and I'd scroll up on the phone. Yeah, that shit was sick. Where's that? The, ir- the irony of that was we didn't even release it as a video. I just used to send it to Brian and George. <laughs> it was just, it was just COVID. Like that's what I mean. Like that's the you you would. There's like life now. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, do you know where else there's life at the Challengers House? Because they return <laughs> from the elimination, and uh, James says he wants to get to the final with Mariah. Um, and his fake abs. Um, George, since you've not been on for a while, um, do you think that James can win a final after how he did in his elimination? Um, unless it's unless it's the first... I was going to say unless it's the bar exam, but even <laughs> that, I think he would struggle. But no, his cardio is like absolutely shot. It was... I mean, actually, unless... No, there's no there's no one left in the house who he's probably got better cardio than. So it would take an absolute miracle for that to work. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I could beat him in a 5k. <laughs> no, Ooh, that's quite claim. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, he died after 20 minutes of running to count some puzzle pieces uh but anyway raven is talking to mariah james and zara or zaza or whatever we're going to call her um about how good she feels about beating a champ but she feels betrayed by james and mariah saying her name now what's everyone think here because i think if raven can get over that bring james and mariah into her little alliance they're going to start to tip the numbers but for some reason she just can't get over the james and mariah thing i'm going to throw that lauren's way I don't see it happens. I think Mariah is too like part of the middle of their current alliance. Like she seems like she's in a good spot. So I don't see how Raven could get them to come over, to be honest. I did think that Raven did a good job of, you know, not acting angry, but keeping like pretty calm. And I think she even had a confessional where she said she was making a point to do that. So I think it's good she's keeping the option open, but I don't see her being successful pulling those two over. Brian, what are your thoughts on uh, Raven this season? Because she was, you know, last season she was all about just being mad that Johnny Middlebrooks wasn't with her. Uh, this season she's come to play. Well, she didn't come to play. She she came, she got thrown in, and now she's playing. <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I was going to bring this up later. Uh, there's like a when when um the rules are like basically like even if you don't get voted in you can still go into elimination it always like makes people play a lot safer because it almost like doesn't matter 
And I think part of the reason Raven keeps getting voted in is people are just like, well, she's we we voted for her already. Let's just mm. do it again. Like I almost I hate I I like the chaos thing because of I guess what happened later, kind of. But like, I what's that, know. Brian? What's that? What's that? That's a tease, as they call it in the business. Thank you. And, and with that, yeah, I don't know. I don't got much of an opinion on Raven. What a, Wait, she's, what a, I, she's, I, had, I had one more thing on Raven, she, and I just remembered it. I actually think her getting voted down into all these eliminations is like the best thing for her Great. challenge career because I, she was such a nothing to me last season. <laughs> I was surprised she got recast. Now she's like firmly part of the story of the season. I think she's more likely to get recast next season or, you know, 41 if it is all chance or whatever, then she even was likely to get cast on this season. So I think it's the best thing that could have happened for her is she getting I, voted in. I'm not she entirely sure we have enough female champs that are allowed <laughs> back on the show to have an all-champ season next to, uh, season. Uh, there uh, is... Um... Do it for the ratings. But, Bring back Dean Camilla. <laughs> I, was, um, I was, I was too. Oh, I'm totally with you on with that, George. But I was too. Um, I was too. Um, um, lazy took it up. But last season there was some sort of correlation between Raven winning and losing on the challenge. Uh, and the Baltimore Ravens, it like lined up perfectly. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I didn't look it up for this one either. Maybe you know what? I'm gonna do that right now. You guys, uh, you guys keep on podcasts, and I'll let you know what I find. Well, while, while you do that, Brian, um, what comes next is obviously one of my one of my favorite uh, members of the show, Michelle, um, talking to Berner and Olivia. I love this. She says, "I could have thrown myself in against Laurel." Um, but the fact that she's lost actually means that I've won. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, <laughs> Ryan, do you um, have as much disdain for this woman as I do? And not for her as a human, but for her as a character on the challenge. Make that clear. I, um, uh, I thought it was a magnificent continuation of the Michelle trying to make everything about Michelle show. Um, <laughs> somehow talking about the fact that this um, elimination had just happened that literally did not have anything to do with her in the end. It might have done, but it, it, it didn't. There was there was no need for her to be at the centre of attention. And yet, as you say, here she was um, saying that she somehow managed to get a victory by not having anything to do with it. Um, she also does think that none of her vendettas, there's some money, um, mm. are left um, as, as champions. So normally <laughs> she manages to piss off people who haven't won but are still better than her um is is what we can take away from this do we think George, she's playing a dirty game will she meet her final no. reckoning <laughs> go on laura what, what were you gonna say i was gonna say do you think like producers are helping her out with these lines like i think producers are helping her out with casting i can't I can't believe we got a Vendetta's name drop in like the first minute of the episode. It was like, you got to be kidding me already. Now, during this I, week, guys, I sorry, have some I big news. To say, sorry, Levi. Um, no, sorry. My favorite thing is um, when she's discussing, uh, in, during this discussion, she does say um, uh, to Olivia, because she's talking about the fact that she's not won. Um, she says, whether or not you win a daily challenge is, is not indicative of if you can hold, win the whole thing. 
And I couldn't help but think that Michelle has to tell herself that in order to believe that she might actually win the challenge because she's not winning many dailies. Is she winning any dailies? Has she ever won a daily? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She won. Dude, she won every daily on Challenge USA too, George. Can, 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 can I say it, something? I didn't, I didn't pod about it. <laughs> can I interrupt real quick? Can yeah, I interrupt go, real quick? Two things. Number one, Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Ravens have not lost since this season um, uh, premiered. Uh, so there's that. Uh, secondly, um, there's so there's no correlation, like literally none at all. The, uh, secondly, um, can we not make this podcast about Michelle because the, uh, the, the, this television show that we're podcasting about is about Michelle? And I feel that we should maybe dig into the B plots and the side characters because it's just, you know, what right. I, mean? I, I, do, I, I do, I do agree. But I have a feeling it's going to be difficult not to talk about Michelle. Yeah. My hope is that we can make Could this we just, season of no, the podcast. No, I have an idea. Yeah. I've just had an idea for Brian to maybe mm. be a good, you know, uh, in the middle. If we bring up Michelle, we can't call her Michelle. We have to call her orange shirt or purple jacket for the rest of the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Big Let's do, and and anyone that calls her by her real name, George must do a shot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to suggest that, but Lauren can actually do the shots. So yeah. <laughs> yes, because it is only three o'clock in the morning, Lauren's time at the moment. Um, so uh, just to let you know, I tried to watch um, the first episode of the latest season of Survivor this week. The people are horrendous, so I stopped watching it. And instead, God knows why I did this. I thought, fuck that. I'm going to watch some clips of Michelle on Survivor. George, do a shot. Yeah, George does. <laughs> um, I got two minutes in, and I'm pretty sure that's how I got my ear infection. <laughs> so, wait, wait. So, you're telling me your interest didn't survive? Well, I watched the UK one. I thought it was quite good. There's a couple of people, actually, from the UK one I'd like to see on the challenge. You know, um, I was, did... That was good. Cool. Can we talk about renaming this this show? I know I discussed this a little in the WhatsApp group. We literally like, renamed it 13 weeks ago. No, everyone has survived. Like, I don't think Survivor should be, like, the point of surviving <laughs> doesn't seem to be that difficult in this environment, considering well, that everyone's it, done it. Yeah, the dead, the but still on the island. Be, can these people survive? That's what naming this show Survivor implies. But literally, no one's ever died, right? Has anyone ever died? Yeah, the suggestions, yeah. the name Survivor suggests that it's quite, you know, there's one, but they're yeah. all, you know. That should be the show, actually, though, is that the it should only be one person living. However, in this scenario, Orange Shirt won, so they would still exist. <laughs> yeah, but she was the least deserving winner. <sighs> Um, so anyway, um, while she's <laughs> talking to uh, Berner and Olivia all about how she beat Laurel, um, Olivia says she wants to get into the winner's mindset. She feels like she needs to prove herself beyond her and Horacio. Um, and she has self-doubt. Should Olivia have self-doubt? Because based on her performances this season, George, the answer is yes. Did we curse her? By letting her, by, well, not letting her, by begging her to come on our podcast. 
Do you remember interviewing her? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I I don't know whether I'm more annoyed with Horacio for this as well, though. Brian's oh, seething. No, no that's not bad. She loves Horacio. Okay. Olivia, Olivia seems to be a bit paranoid about other people coming for her at the moment, which is kind of fair. She was a bit of a big name after her rookie season, maybe undeservedly. But I also think she's the kind of person in this game who needs a lot of support. And Horacio was the one person who, wow, Brian looks really pissed off with me. Um, no, Horacio... I'm not, I promise. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> he doesn't like to hear negativity about his man. But Horacio, Horacio didn't even tell her that he was coming on this season, right? According to her narrative, yes. Yeah. Okay, but does that mean that he said he wasn't coming on, or did they just not happen to talk about it until he got? Well, they are they are ride or dies, Brian. I assume they talk weekly. (laughs) George, I need to ask you this. I think it's I think it's strange if true. So I've I've got um I I was thinking uh, I've written it down slightly later, but I'll bring it up now. It's the same idea. There's obvious. I think I've mentioned this before. There's a there's a trope in uh, like rom coms where it's like. Um, the rom-com isn't that good, really, in theory, if the whole situation could have been explained by them just having a conversation, whether mm. you believe or not, or whatever. Um, it seems to me in this episode that Olivia is willing to complain about her relationship with Horacio and the fact that they don't talk anymore to everybody else but Except... Horacio. <laughs> and maybe, <laughs> just maybe, if she spoke to him rather than bitching about it to everyone, he might have a conversation with her. Well, can I that's the most sensible thing I've ever seen? That's the most sensible thing I've ever seen a man in a bright purple palm tree jacket (laughs) say to me, right? (laughs) Can I piggyback off of that? There is one thing though about this whole Olivia conversation and then the next part and then the part after that that I'll bring up later. But I'll piggyback off of that. So she's saying, like, okay. Uh, Horacio doesn't we don't talk anymore or whatever blah 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 okay and he and she's like he's spending all his time with with Zaza Zara <laughs> now okay Olivia saying that in a couple confessionals is pretty meaningless but then like Zaza Zara bringing it up later like why what does that like mean that Olivia like can't like talk to her like it, I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> like you said, Ryan. Like, why don't they just talk at breakfast? Like, just because he's sitting with Zaza Zara means that she can't also. I don't get it. Well, like, Olivia, does that Olivia, does, Olivia, Olivia doesn't. Really you, means. Olivia doesn't really come into breakfast. <laughs> Olivia doesn't come into breakfast because the only seat available is the one on Burner's table, and no one wants to sit there. <laughs> but to Ryan's point, if she wants to talk to him, he they live together. They're, they're... But, but Brian, Brian, the thing is, obviously we know in past um, series they were only able to talk to people who were in the same um, show. Television program, they correct. Are on, they sure. were on the same show, but their problem is they're not in the exact same alliance of 4, 8, 10, 12, or 28 <laughs> people, depending oh. on the specific alliance you're talking about. So maybe they just can't have conversations. It all comes back to that. Uh, everything <laughs> we're going to talk about, 
for the next one. I got a couple pages of notes here. Everything (laughs) comes back to the fact that no one knows who's in what alliance. And everyone is working with everyone. Uh, Everything that have every interaction, after all this paranoia between everybody just is, that's it. It's because everyone's friends trying to be friends with everybody. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. I got nothing. It's just whatever. Well, I'm going to move us along because otherwise we're going to end up in one of our four-hour records um, <laughs> because there's so much to talk about. Um, Two-part podcast. Sorry. Um, oh, we could do that. 100 and 101, but then uh, I'd have to edit two and post two. So we'll just go with one. Um, so Kyland mm-hmm. talks to Nerys and he senses Nerys has begun to distance herself from the purple shirt, Olivia and Jay. Nerys <laughs> says she doesn't want to pick sides. Hmm. Unpick that one for me, Lauren. I'm sorry. I was just uh, sending you a note that you misspoke. It's purple jacket. Do you know what? When it comes to that girl, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, But But no, I missed your question because I was distracted. (laughs) That's all right. I'll move on. It was a pretty filler scene. Um, Next morning, Nerese FaceTimes her parents says that she's um she's been seeing a guy they're not happy she tells them he's latino and they go oh it's horacio <laughs> and at that moment brian's heart broke no happy for them i can't compete with nerys what do you want from me i don't know yeah uh, can't be single forever. The only only latino on the show james um, james is not latino <laughs> <laughs> no, that that Jujui girl was uh, Latino. I think um, I think Kylan is half uh, Latino too. Kylan is Melissa's Latino. Kylan has staked his claim in a lot of uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> boxes. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the interesting thing thing here is her brother, who obviously reads the spoilers, um, and the um, the rumors put out by Pink Rose tells her that Olivia is fake and has been slagging her off in the house. How the fuck does he know that, people? How is this this conversation allowed? Yeah, that's a good question. That was my question. Are we sure... Were Nerese and Olivia close last season? Um, Proxy. Close by proxy. Close because they were like, you know, first time. They weren't not close. Right. Yes, like because right. he could he could have heard her slagging her off because of last season. That's the only reasonable thing. Or spoilers. <laughs> I'll be honest, George. I have it on good authority that Narisa's brother does not have Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be the spoilers. But no, I do agree. As I think what Lauren said. How was this That's conversation really allowed to happen? I think there should be a rule. You allow one pe- person that you can FaceTime with, and they have to be an ex-challenger. I've so- been saying that since they did the first time they did the Johnny West FaceTime. The first they should have yeah. like a phone a friend. Like everyone should like that should be West. When Do you know who done, I would pick? He should be the guy. Everyone should be able to call West and like bounce ideas off. I think that would be a great, like, second half of his life, you know? He could do that for us. He could do that forever. An hour a week, you know? Appearance fees. 
Exactly. He gets paid for an hour a week to do it. While the only way I want to see that happen, though, if it's where sh- shaves his head bald and it just appears that he's got his ch- uh, his back in a revo- revolving chair to the camera, <laughs> turns around and he's there just stroking a cat. <laughs> George, George, who would who would be your phone call? I just heard you mention it. Uh, it would easily. I would just like to ring Sean Lineker weekly and ask him for advice. <laughs> hey, speaking of Sean Lineker, real quick, Levi, yeah. what movie was George just referencing there? Nobody tell him. Oh, <laughs> Austin Powers, the second one. Damn it. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I, 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 I used, used to watch. He got that. I mean, come on. Am I wrong? Mate, I was. I, 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 I was in fucking Oliver Twist. I mean, that is so irrelevant. I watched Wonka over Christmas. I watched The Holiday. What's going on with the channel? Oh, good movie, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Jack Black. Oh, my God. The Holiday's like, I love it. There's going to be a Holiday 2, apparently. Yeah, it's about your and George's trip to Chicago. (laughs) That's Project X rated. (laughs) Yeah, Lauren's in the uncut version. (laughs) Take me out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of taking me out, instead of Olivia taking Horacio out for a conversation, she now talks to Narice about Horacio. She feels like Horacio went through so much with her, um, but now doesn't talk to her. Uh, He doesn't feel like he she doesn't feel like he cares about their friendship. And Narice sticks up for Horacio, obviously, uh, because that's her boothang and. Also, her brother said that Olivia's a bitch. Um, we're not going <laughs> to harp too much on that because Olivia has about eight of these conversations throughout, I, um, so we'll just get to that a bit later. Sorry, I, I, I actually thought the interesting part of this conversation was her and Michelle trying to make Drink. Maurice... Sorry, yeah. Uh, her and her and Purple Jacket trying to make Narice feel bad about the fact that Horacio has a friend who happens to be a woman. Yeah, he's definitely shagging her then. That's that's the way it works in the challenge. Uh, yes, Brian. Uh, this 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 the last three scenes. This is what I'm talking about. Are are demonstrations of why every time you watch reality TV, you cannot uh, trust what you're hearing unless you see it coming from the person's mouth. Mm. This there was a lot. Cho- this was chopped to shit. Like oh. this this entire yeah. stretch was so chopped. Like Olivia was talking from i think stuff that she said last season like I, the, the audio was all over the place i can't also i hate being remember. that guy i really do but like i could not help it this was bad do, do you know what i found crazy about that whole conversation how the fuck did michelle even manage to be in that scene <laughs> Who? Drink. you didn't call her the, her correct orange name. shirt Okay, so the challengers head to the daily challenge where they meet TJ and TJ tells them that they will all be playing We All Fall fall Down. We All Fall Down, that's what it's called. So much easier when I just used to throw to TJ to do these bits. Um, Now, (laughs) the way this works is they're going to be on a 30-foot tower over water and in teams of four, we'll need to push the entire other team off the platform into the water. And TJ tells them, you're already in your teams, it's the way you're standing. Do you think... Considering he's done that a few times, at some point they're going to go. No, I don't want to stand next to you. After you, no, no, no. no. Oh yeah, you, no, you, you next to me. I don't think it's... this week they were stood in that order, and that I think he put them in that order, yeah. and then said, yeah. "You're like some weeks it has been that, but I think this week it was they moved them in that order, and then said, "This is these are your teams." 
Do you think it's right? Like because school? they already they had two guys and two girls set up perfectly already. Like they yeah. obviously had to be in that order already. Do you think it's like school when you go to assembly and the teacher's like register order, please register order, no talking? Yes. yes. Ed, 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 James, and Corey were all on separate teams. Yes. So, which is pretty fair because they're massive. Well, it's interesting what you say is, that, George. One of, them, one of them is fake massive, but. That is no way to speak about Corey. Um, so it's funny you say that, George. I've got the four teams right in front of me. We got James, Orange Shirt, Mariah, and Kyland. We've got wait, wait, wait. Ed. Yeah. Which one's fake massive? It's his thing about James with his fake abs. Oh, 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 oh. Got it, got it, got it. I just, I love George's opinions on like dudes physiques it's like my but like it's always so critical it's not like me like it's my i'm like lustful george is like critical like you know like a judge at like a a body contest i'm like a i'm like a judge at a body contest (laughs) (laughs) it's like george is like simon cowell and you're like paul abdul sure sure if that if that works that works these men are absolutely thirst traps for brian yeah. do wear my trousers incredibly high and I'm a bit of a bitch mm. that is what your mum said to me the other night okay so <laughs> the teams are James, Michelle, Mariah and Kyland uh, Ed, Berna, Zara Zaza and Horacio Raven, Jay, Colleen and Asaf how the fuck are Asaf and Jay always on the same team and then Emmanuel, Olivia, Narice and Corey um, now <laughs> who are we going to talk about? Michelle uh, so Michelle thinks it's going to be a guy's day. Who um, are you talking about? Oh, purple no. jacket, orange shirt, piece <laughs> of shit, whatever we want to call it. She's not a piece of... The problem is, I feel like I'm so horrible to her on this podcast. But actually, and I'll be completely honest, and actually, I'll, I'll say this later, that's a tease. Um, but I want to give her a bit of credit later. Um, but yeah. You, you are more horrible about orange shirt than George is about nanny. Oh my god, and the stuff that you said about Anissa last season. Um, uh, but anyway, so Michelle true. thinks it will be a guy's so day, but she's on a team with guys that aren't in her alliance. Uh, Colleen doesn't think they can rule it out being a girl's day. Or as Colleen would say, you might be wrong. <laughs> I forgot about that. That stupid fucking bit. Uh, do you know what I love about Colleen? I don't think she's a real human. I don't think she's a real person. That was the worst German accent I think I've ever heard. Oh, that was the worst German accent I thought I've ever heard, yeah. Slightly better. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, round one. Oh, hold on. The one... Oh, no, no, this is fine. So, round one is it's like it's like a tournament bracket. Like, like I'll be topical, like the darts. Um, so, round one, like the World Cup, once it gets past the group stages. Uh, round one is Colleen. Can you give me another example of a tournament? It's like oh, Wimbledon. Okay, keep going. It's March like the, okay. the, the playoffs. Okay, yeah, of which sport? Uh, <laughs> all the sports. <laughs> all the American ones. It's like okay. the FA Cup. Um, anyway, uh, so round one is Colleen Raven. <laughs> Jay and Asaf versus James, Michelle, Mariah, and Kyland. Now, Michelle is very upset because um, the producers are talking to the team and she feels her team are questioning if she's going to sabotage. Lauren, say something so that I'm not horrible. Can I I ask? Go ahead, George. 
I'm basically, what what did anyone say that made her question this? Mariah said something off camera. Oh. She said, Mm -hmm. oh, they think you're... I think Mariah went, they think you're going to sabotage us. Ah, fair. I was hoping that was more interesting. Lauren, back over to you. I was going to say, the one thing I thought, like, Purple Jacket, she really confused me because her very first confessional, she was so relaxed and, like, it's got to be a guy's day. Like, who cares what happens? I was like, wow, she's actually relaxed for once. And then the very next scene, it's like, oh, okay, she's back. <laughs> that's all I That's all I she's really thought. She's better about. than ever. She's better. Yes, bro, bro. Like, she, I like she powered up. I have a legitimate theory in a defense of uh, Orange Shirt. So Get she... Out. From what I understand, um, she basically was home for like a few weeks between last season and this season. Like three no, weeks, I right? think. I thought yeah. she didn't so, even go home. So, oh, well, either way. So, yeah. No, I think just... I read that she went home for the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, and then fuck off. I hate her <laughs> even more. So, a very, a very, so if that's the case, then that actually makes this point even greater. Not a very, um, not a very um not a, a a break from emotions like that's a very high yeah. uh, you know what i mean that's a high adrenaline high emotion experience so it's like she's been she's been on an even higher level than she is normally for a while now and i think when laurel showed up and did the whole like pink jacket whatever thing like she got like a little shook and then, like, now combined with this, and maybe she's afraid of heights or something. Like, I just, I think that this show can really, like, a certain type of person needs to, almost needs to do what Michelle did and just scream to kind of get a little bit of this out of their system. So I don't, I don't ever really blame these people for acting foolish um, like that on these shows. Especially when you do something like Michelle did where you go back to back like that. You know, I don't know. Uh, just a little defense of Michelle, since since all you guys do is say mean things about my favorite Survivor person. I love Michelle so much. Well, Brian, it's been lovely having you on this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually heard that she didn't go home and that MTV flew Taylor Swift out to Croatia to do a private concert for Michelle and her family, who they'd also flown out. Okay, can really... I ask a genuine question? How yeah. much would that cost? Oh, so How much do you think that would cost? Um, I don't know, but I heard that when they flew Taylor Swift out, she won the elimination, so she got an extra 10 grand. Can you imagine Taylor Swift in an elimination against, like, Lolo? Oh, like my God. A full wrestle? It'd be sick. I would pay or so like much. Casey. Anissa, I'd be like, I deserve to be here against Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right. I lined up Can for a concert you... Anissa's the type of person that would line up for concert tickets for Taylor Swift and when she gets to the front there's none left listen person... Taylor Swift if you're listening to this <laughs> don't be a coward challenge Anissa <laughs> to a pole wrestle right now Levi not only would Anissa not get tickets but the person in front of her would be Casey and Casey would get the last ticket no Oh, Anissa and Casey would, would get like 10 tickets and she'd give them to everyone. Um, but Anissa would be too scared to ask, so she wouldn't get one. No, Anissa's too big for Taylor Swift. She's too powerful. Oh, that's out of She's order, too... Brian. <laughs> that's out of order. 
What do you mean? Oh, oh, come on. Oh. Um, so, round one. Can I? I, I didn't say it. Yes, you're right. <laughs> um, so, round one yeah, is Brian, you have by... no problem with um, shaming women's bodies, do you, you fucking mm, sexist? Absolute fucking you animal. And you hate Nanny. So, James, Michelle, Mariah, and Kyland win round one. Um, and then we move on to round two, which is Emmanuel, Olivia, Norris, and Corey versus Ed, Bernazar, and Horacio. Um, Corey's doing really well and then fucks up and loses it for his team. So, we're going to a final, which is. Ed Bernazara Horacio versus James's team. Um, and Ed Bernazara and Horacio win the daily challenge, which is another win for Zara. Um, genuine question, how good is Zara at this game? Re really good. Um, nice. I think she seems like she's good. She also is giving Berna a run for her money in the super duper short short uh, uh, contest they seem to have going on between one another. Like, what? Is, what is happening? I heard that saving money on the like, fabric budget. Like, what are we doing? What? <laughs> uh, George, say it again because I think you got talked over, and I thought that was quite funny. Oh, I hope I hope that's an unofficial elimination going on throughout the entire season. It gets to the end, it's like, well, Zara and Berna, only one of you can make the final, and by average, your shorts were smaller. That's how oh the purge is working this season. That would be <laughs> such a great twist. That's such a good idea, George. Actually, you just stumbled upon an incredible idea, like stuff they've been tallying throughout the season that it matters, and they tell us. At the beginning of the show, they don't tell them no. Ooh, now we're we're cooking with gas now. Turn, oh. Levi, turn this off. We're giving away free shit. We gotta. <laughs> we, Brian, I will say that at least um, Zara hasn't made any bizarre excuses for wearing a lack of clothing. She probably just hikes it. Whereas you know, Bird right. has to tell us that she was in the diversity. That's the reason for wearing a lack of clothes. Uh, maybe Zaza's are a break dancers too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we just we haven't heard from her yet. Um, Ryan, I I'm think... gonna Ryan, I just want to say I'm very disappointed you didn't say any Bazaza reasons. Nice. Yeah, I'm Thank I'm, a, you. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm very sorry. Um, I was just gonna say I think Ed <laughs> uh, Ed was definitely the highlight, as he often is, but he was the highlight of this daily. Um He's a bit of a silent assassin, I think, Ed. Despite well, how loud it is. It's, it's not silent. Do you not think if I was going to buy like drugs, dumb like steroids, jock action, no dumb jock action figure, and you pulled a string on his back and it would sprout out words, that would be Ed. Ed he is called, a toy. He called um, <laughs> Corey and I can't remember who the other person on Corey's team was. The male. Um, um, I have it written down. It's too far Goomba up. Uh, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. He called them big galoofs. It was great. Galoofs, that's it. Galoofs. <laughs> yeah, you big like, galoofs. You, you, like, you say like Ed's the dumb jock, but Ed's the Ivy League graduate. No, he so. is. Sorry, he is. It's, it's he's a character. Also, he's smart as well. He's very, but he, he is a, he is the most one-dimensional person on this show. I also think True. it'd be really fun, to, really fun to hang out with. Is that yeah. actually wow. probably the only one who generally is quite fun? He's the, he's he, he's the opposite of Bernard. He's the fun hanger. Yeah, he, he's, and he's, he's he he also brought his mom onto his first reality show, and yeah. I think about well, it every single episode. 
I was about <laughs> to say as we as we trawl through the archives of a hundred episodes. Do you remember when his mum DM'd us? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That was a good moment. <laughs> Shout out, Mama Eason. Shout out. He's basically an intelligent caveman with a freshman's vocabulary. Oh, I like that. That's like you, George, an intelligent caveman with a good vocabulary. <laughs> Your vocabulary is so good, I didn't know a better word for good. <laughs> Don't tell my employers. Levi, we need to do some practice pods. Our chemistry is really off. (laughs) (laughs) That is because I now have chemistry with another member of your family, and that is your mother. Okay, so um, now that they have won, um, TJ tells them that they have to pick one. Oh, it's a woman this week! Ah! Uh, They have to pick... Are we at all surprised that team won? No. The one with the four people who have done sports their entire life against teams who have never done that at all. <laughs> I'm, I've never been less surprised at a team winning. i done Ooh. sports their entire life. Are we talking like, were they a D1 athlete? Uh, did they play in high school? You know how much this means to Americans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Very important to point it out as well, so... Yeah. Uh, now, now, while we're here, this was a very interesting challenge before we get into who they nominated because there was no running, there was no point A, no point B, and there was absolutely no fucking puzzle. So, Brian, <laughs> what did you think of this challenge? Uh, <laughs> against is always better than adjacent, adjacent every single time. I loved it. It was great. I wish more were like tournament style like this. Like, mm-hmm. and even show the... I love the showing of the bracket. Like, I wish it was... I almost wish it was two on two, so we could have gotten an even bigger field. And it, could, I don't know. I, uh, I, it's just, it's just the same thing. It's against is all, all against works almost every time. Um, uh, Jason almost never works. And yeah, it wasn't point A point to point B. This kind of stuff. It was simple, and it was like entertaining to watch. It would didn't take a lot of like explaining, like confessionals being like. And now I'm, and I'm, you know, they're not listening to me. I want to do this strategy. It's like it was very just straightforward. Just push, you know. There's, there's something to that, I guess. I'll show. It, wasn't, it wasn't just um, the heaviest team won because you have the spinning thing, which I quite liked. Yeah, as well, right. So we exactly. Yeah. It was brain angles. I, I have a question though because I know some of them use the angling strategy, but I was thinking, I feel like if we had some vets on, there probably was a different strategy that would have been better. And I feel like somebody like Bananas or Jordan would have figured out something else. You know like, what I feel I like it, it would have been good with vets on it. Jordan could have won this I, single-handedly. I agree with you. I think the I think the move is have them push to get them basically their momentum going and then you push as they're moving towards the sideline yeah i don't know if they tried to do that but like they kind of push pull back and let their momentum take Mm -hmm. them you know that would have been my thought but um i'm also terrified of heights so up there i would (laughs) have just probably peed down my leg and let them kind of push me wherever they want that could have sounded like there kylan in a confessional until the piss down the leg bit (laughs) That could have worked. Mm. Brian could have peed himself, made the floor a bit slippier. They would have fell over. He could have won. That would have there. I, 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 
I know they do a lot of random shit that no one else in, on the planet would ever do. But there was something specific about this one that when I was watching it, I was like, I bet no one else has been in the middle of the sea with a massive <laughs> glass swinging door between them trying to push each other off. A... And I was thinking about like the whole contraption and like the fact that you'd need um, a big, uh, you know, I can't even think of the right word, but you know, hold, something to hold it in place. Just the whole thing kind of yeah. blew my mind. And it's not like it's the most ridiculously over the top one of these that they've done. They've, they, as I say, they do stuff week on week that no one ever would have done anything. But there was something about this one that my brain started being like, no one's ever done anything close to this before. It's one of the magic things of this show. It's <laughs> ma it's one of the magic parts. How can you not be romantic about the challenge? That's how you just made me feel right there. Like. I got all warm right. and fuzzy listening to you say that. It was like listening to someone talk about like my kid, like that's all grown up. Like, man, that kid is so just great and does stuff. And I'm just like, this is just, I'm so, that's great. Cause you're a new fan, you know, it's just a part of my life. I just feel so proud. That's just great. <laughs> Happy 100, everyone. Happy 100. Yeah, Woo! exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Ryan, now, I think you just stumbled on how the uh, conversation between Johnny Bananas and Tom Brady would go, though. It's like, oh, mate, seven Super Bowls, you're a legend, but I bet you've never pushed someone <laughs> off a slightly slippery beam yeah. while wearing shorts. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> loads of people have played American football. There's like 40 people who have done the challenge in the history right. of the world. Yeah. And one exactly. of them Sean fucking Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> happy 100 what, sean happy 100 what what two <laughs> what two challenges has he done he must have done a challenge a daily and an elimination but i can't remember what they were he i remember the one where they ran into each other across yeah, the with the field. flags and the yes. elimination and was against Russell. idris what yeah, was the elimination uh, i think it was paul russell oh, okay yeah and at the end idris came out with the uh the line that all UK challengers use when they win the elimination. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Can we talk? Can we not talk about Sean Lineker anymore? God damn it, dude. I that was my partially my fault. I I so I'm sorry, listeners. May all 20 of you. It's it's Sean Lineker's hundredth podcast as well, all right. Um so <laughs> <laughs> this discussion of who they are gonna be sending in. Uh, becomes very political because a lot of oh well I, I I want to protect this person I want to I'm not saying oh I, you can't say that oh you can't say that but uh, in the end everyone overrules Berna um, and votes in Colleen and Berna's not happy she doesn't feel listened to uh, she doesn't feel she's allowed to protect her girl Colleen feels blindsided but she tells TJ she will compete what did we think of this discussion Lauren what do we think of the fact no one listens to Berna. <laughs> I mean, what is there to say? It's Berna. I mean, I I wouldn't listen to Berna if I were there either, because nothing, half the stuff that comes out of her mouth doesn't make sense. And, it, and it's like, and, and to me, it's like Berna's going to be upset no matter which way this goes. She will find a way mm. to be upset. Bingo. So let's just make her upset. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Berna gets upset the moment she wakes up. Oh, I can you imagine? Like, can you imagine trying to like, if there was a group of people trying to like choose pizza toppings and like Berna was involved? Like, could you just <laughs> the hell that that would be? Or like trying to? Why like, can't she be like? Why can I not save my pizza topping? 
Right. It's like why? <laughs> why is her? she from the southern states of America? <laughs> why? Can't why I can't I, I save my pizza topping? Hey. Yeah. Um, I assume she does wake up upset every morning because she has to. Every morning, she's reminded that she's not in a room with Michelle. And as we know, that's where she would like to be. So that's her queen, as she said. Oh, that is. Um, I mean, it's it's orange shirts. Apologies. Um, who <laughs> refers to herself as a queen bee in a, in, in not too far distant. She sure did, didn't she? She did, and she referred to everybody else as the worker bees. Mm. Oh, that made me sick. Um, yeah, I just wrote "fuck off." Um, <laughs> I was, that's I like. I was like, "This is, that statement is going to come bite her in the ass, like multiple times." If I if I had to pick one German reality TV star to hang out with, it would be Colleen because Colleen no. is talking with Emmanuel and Asaf, and I wish I was there. It would be yeah. Nam, but I'm trying to segue. Okay, um, and she has a coded diagram where basically saying where everyone's alliances are at. Now I have it in front of me. In the mm. middle, in a rectangle, is M-O-N-J, which is Michelle, Olivia, Nerice, and J. Oh, then... I thought it was a card member called Monge, who I hadn't met yet. So can, I say, can I say what I thought it was? I, <laughs> yeah. thought, I thought very seriously for like 10 seconds, like, is this like a German style of hangman that I don't understand? A German style of what? Hangman? A yeah, German style of hangman. That's literally what I thought at first. And then I was like, oh shit, those are the first letters of everybody's names. Oh my god. George, <laughs> yeah. Um Monge got Monge was a rookie on Judges season three. You didn't see it. So that's why you didn't know Monge. <laughs> well, the title of this podcast was gonna be Red Red uh, Round Table, not registered. Uh Round Table <laughs> Reacts to 100. It's now Round Tables React to Monge. Uh, oh, so um Coming, coming Lauren, growing... I thought the same thing. I'm sorry I was laughing, but I thought the same thing, like a hangman, like a four, like a Eastern block hangman yeah. or something. Yeah. Now now growing German off of the Monge. Yeah. Gro growing off of Zimonge on one side uh is A C B E. Uh A would be Asaf. C would be Colleen. 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 Emmanuel B is Bernard. And yeah, then underneath not. is C and E. I think they're. The I think it's like a third branch off of that. And oh, then on the other side, you've got MJHK, Mariah James, Horacio, Kyland. And then underneath that, you've got something, but her finger's in the way. And then a Z, which is Zaza. It's an I... R. Raven. Raven. Raven, yeah. Thank it has you. to be Raven, yeah. Oh, I mean, you've been watching every episode. How did I get that? <laughs> because <laughs> because you watch every episode, George. Don't you, George? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> George, back. Can I ask you a question on this our very special one hundredth episode? Um, back when it was just you and me that did this, how many times did you not watch the episode? Oh no, I watched every one. It was COVID. I had time. Oh, nothing but just time, checking. baby. Nothing but. Nothing but. <laughs> it's, um, uh, it's at this point that I, I might owe one of the cast members an apology. Um, it better not be Michelle. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Thank um, God for that. It's not. I, I, I've mocked Asaf several times about whether or not people know that him and uh, Jay are friends. Um, and it seems that actually his decision to try and hide in plain sight is working because... 
Colleen doesn't name him as one of the four. We know that he is one of the four. Um, and she even thinks that he's working with her. And he mm. isn't. <laughs> he's working with them. And perhaps um, it's also in indictment of um, Olivia, who she does name in the four, but the actual four don't consider part of the four. Um, and she probably does consider herself part of the four. So more fool Olivia. I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I'm going to piggyback off that because when I was watching this, I genuinely realised Asaf is playing the best game out of anybody on this show. Yeah, it's really annoying, isn't it? And mm. it's taken me 12 episodes to realise he's not that's an idiot. How, that's no, just I how think good he is. is. Yeah, it's just surrounded by other idiots. He's yeah. a yeah. other more idiotic <laughs> idiots. Yeah. You know what that? You know what that note made me think of. No, well, that now and now, Jersey Shore. And now this is kind of stupid, but because mine that one time the best, at bed, the best, the best thing ever. No, no, no. So, like, you know how it made me think of like, so in like, if like an apocalyptic event happened like later that night, you know, mm. and like twenty years passed, and somebody was exploring, and they like came across that like sheet of paper. Imagine what they'd think. Like they'd be like, "This must be like some secret code." It's like episode one of some post-apocalyptic <laughs> TV show, and then they find a room with like a camera, like at the confessional room, you know. And then they find the production room, but it's like <laughs> the child of a survivor, so they don't even know what reality TV is, and they're just like, "What the fuck is this place?" And then they find what Ryan said. They find that setup of that weird thing in the lake that they played on. And they're like, yo, this is fucking wild. Anywho. And then out of the bushes comes Colleen, who is yet to age. And she just goes, I knew you would be here one day, ah. Huh? You know who would survive an apocalypse? I'm serious. I'm not joking Anyone about from Survivor? No. Well, obviously, because, you know, they can't, dad hasn't killed them. No, um, Fessy. Fessy would survive the apocalypse. I'm serious. Why Fessy? Oh, shit. Now know. we've... Now we've mentioned I've, Fessy. I have no <laughs> idea why I think that, but I just, I feel like he would just somehow just make it through, just somehow skate by. You know? Well, now now we've mentioned Fessy, guys. Um, and if we're going to, on our episode 100, trawl back through the archives, does anyone remember when Fessy sent George a DM? Oh my God, George, that was so funny. You were so nice. You were like, and if you want to come on the podcast, I'd love <laughs> to talk about it. It's so good. So I have, good. I've literally That's don't think I've ever pulled a prank that good. No, never. No. Oh, that was that was actually the moment that TJ messaged us and we ended up getting him on the podcast. So uh, you're welcome. Um, so um, at this point, uh, Colleen realizes what everyone else should have realized. They have been manipulated all along. Um, mm. But, as Ryan says, Asaf smiles and nods. He's in the Fantastic Four. Next thing we see, he's gone and told Michelle and Jay. <laughs> Yay. This man is something else. Ryan, yeah. you don't look like you hate him. I was surprised. I was surprised he told them so soon. I mean, I don't. we don't know how actually how long it was. but It was actually I six was weeks sure. later. <laughs> so was, i mean yeah. the alliance when when they say the alliance it's basically what they're saying is everybody but james and zaza zara right yeah like that's 
everyone else thinks that and raven part- seems to be out of it too but i thought I raven was actually in the alliance she's in it i think she just thinks she's at the bottom of it mm. you know mm. or maybe is realizing that i don't know it's just so funny i don't like, think no I, th- I think kylan knows he's not in it as well surely uh, no because yeah. kylan thinks that he's in with narice like, oh, that's true oh, but narice doesn't know next, what she's I just think this whole next stretch is very confusing. Like I kind of almost zoned out both times I was watching this during this stretch because like they keep saying these vague terms like the Alliance and them and the core and we and our and us. And like, I don't, I just don't know who anyone is talking about at any given moment. Like it's it's just kind of confusing. I don't know. It gets worse than that because they talk about an alliance, then someone talks about a mini-alliance, then they oh. do the whole condescending thing about um, Michelle being Queen B. but then they talk about one section of people, they're a faction. They're not an alliance. They're not allowed to be an alliance. Mm. They're a faction. It's even yeah. more condescending. It's like, it's, it's just unbelievable. But then, they, but then they talk about how the other alliance, which seems to have a load of members from that alliance, it's going to swing everything round, and then we end up pretty much with a unanimous decision in every single it, nomination. It reminds me of the 2008 housing crisis with like synthetic CDOs, where they were just like selling mortgages <laughs> that were like fake mortgages that were based off of mortgages that were made up. Like it was like that's what this reminds me of. I wrote down, speaking of that, I wrote down every time Jay says mini alliance. Somewhere in the world, a small child's child loses their grip on a balloon string, and they sob as it floats up into the sky and gets hit by an airplane. That's what I wrote down. So, and that small child is Burner. Um, so, <laughs> no, um, Burner handed her the balloon. The bird of the clown. <laughs> so, as Asaf is telling Michelle and Jay all about this. Um, Jay says it's time for him to clock in because he's not been playing this whole time. He has. He's just been playing shit. Um, and then... <laughs> that would guys, imply that Jay has a job, too, which, now, as we've discovered... Yeah, he just sells hats. Uh, yeah. Now, this wouldn't be a girls' week without Michelle making it about herself because she's heard from Ed that mm. Horacio might be going for her, which is not what she heard because in the flashback, Ed just says Horacio wants to make a big move. But obviously a big move is going after the Queen Bee, don't you think, Lauren? I was confused by this too, because I was like, nobody ever came out and said this. So is he trying to like paint this intentionally? Yeah, that's not like Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very much like Michelle. Um oh, yeah, like Michelle, actually. The last person I think on this cast to drop like shit staring is Ed. Ed, Ed just wants to have a good time. Ed's a great big freshman puppy. Ed's you know taking what? time off from touring as a roadie with Fleetwood Mac in 1976 <laughs> to be on this challenge, okay? Do, do you know what I would love to watch? I would love to watch A Night Out where it's George, Brian, Ed, and Horacio. And Ed and George are just getting wasted in the corner while Brian is, like, trying to get Horacio to kiss him. No, I. You need to chill out with that. What that Horacio would just get bored because the three of us would get so hammered. 
I wouldn't be able to understand either George or Ed. So I would <laughs> sit there and be like, damn, that's crazy. As they both just screamed in their like thick, drunk, like slurring. At, am I wrong, George? Am I wrong? No, this is, this is exactly how that would go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I have a big question. Lauren, you were in Chicago with us. You were at Wrigley Field. Who would win a baseball bat drink off between George oh. and Ed? Mm, Ed. George. She'd have the whole crowd chanting his name. He'd have everyone <laughs> behind him. Well, uh, that's not what Lauren just said. Wow. Are you suggesting that Ed doesn't have the ability to get the whole crowd behind him chanting his name? You should have seen uh, George. He was fucking magical. Ryan, the entire right field of Wrigley Field was chanting George's name as he chugged a baseball bat. And I then mean, as he finished, he screamed his own name as loud as possible. George! George, he's king of the bleachers. He's king of the bleachers. That, that was a really That was the moment. Ed in his leopard shirt, like who could oh. resist? I mean, maybe it would be just an equal. George, yes. George, George was wearing a child-sized um, Chicago Cubs jersey. <laughs> yeah, it was. But also, <laughs> if it helps, the um, the suit I have that Ryan's currently wearing is leopard print. So Ed, I've just been oh. classiest version of Ed. I take, <laughs> oh I take my it God. back then. George, it, it might be George. George, put it on and then take it off. <laughs> George's behaviour in the bleach at Wrigley Field was the moment that I realised I wanted him in my life forever. Oh, <laughs> that's really lovely. And that is why... That was the end of the trip. It took a while. I was going to say, <laughs> is, it, is it that lovely? I'm great, I'm great, great. Is that what? Wait, didn't didn't the guy that uh, George got on the back of his shirt end up hitting a home run that game too? He did. Yeah. No, actually, what, what happened was <laughs> that guy realized he me. wasn't that good and got George on the back of his shirt and then hit the home run. <laughs> George was a fucking walking home run in that bloody field. I was not walking by the end of it. I was falling oh. with style. <laughs> I was so proud that day to call you my stepson. Um, so, <laughs> the next morning, uh, oh, here we go again. Olivia is upset that Horacio doesn't talk to her. And now she's mm. found someone else to talk to about it. Um, she tell no, he tells Zara that even though him and Olivia aren't working together, he will never say her name. Now, I'm not going to get into that yet, because actually Olivia finds someone else to talk to about it. <laughs> um, Colleen speaks to Jay and Corey and says she would rather say Mariah instead of Raven. Um, and Corey and Jay say that uh, they want to do what the girls want. Now, the thing that I was most interested in in this scene was the fucking state of Jay's hair. Mm. <laughs> I'm, oh, um... Yeah. Oh, I wrote, uh, yeah, sure. every time Jay doesn't wear a cap, I understand why he wears a cap. I'm just excited for 30 years in the future when he turns a DeLorean into a time machine. When do you think he'll get a hair transplant from Turkey? Oh, he's he's paid the... for by Instagram. Oh, he is Croatian. I really enjoyed that. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I miss what George use, said. Uh, he can use Kyle's hair transplant, doctor. Yeah, Carl had to get a second one, though. The first one failed. Okay, can I talk about something real quick? Yeah. This so, like, 
10 days ago, Postmates sent me this notification for this bullshit discount. I was like, spend, if you spend $50, you get $5 off. It's like, what? Like, thanks. And, <laughs> and basically every other day, it sent me a notification being like, don't forget to use your discount. And I just got a notification. It was like, it said, um, dot, 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 your discount's gone untouched. Click here. Like, leave don't me click. alone. It's a scam. And offer me something legitimate. I don't know. Anyway, Ryan, sorry. Ryan, I, don't I just click. had to get it's that It's a off. scam. It will take you to a website where just, Jay sells hats. I just don't talk to people. <laughs> you know, the only people I talk to, like Willa, obviously doesn't care because she's a dog. Tori's got a lot much. going on. I just needed to get that off my chest. Anywho, maybe well, a glad therapist. We can be here for you. you guys, are glad we can yeah, be no, here for thanks. You, I mean, I got a lot. To, if you guys want to just do this, I could probably talk for the next. <laughs> the rest. I mean, of I'd the love time. to, but do you remember that person that said that? Fuck! Does anyone remember Oak Joel? Happy one hundred, guys. Oh, Oak Joel. Yes. Yeah. We should reach out. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think he's on Melissa's Instagram. Not Melissa. Oh fuck! I fucked it. He's on Michelle's Instagram. Fuck that shit. Um, yeah, that's a little little trip down memory lane. Um, what else can we talk about on the one hundred, Brian? You got anything? Um, didn't you used wait. to have like a note a note on your phone that was just weird things George and I have said? Yeah, it was stuff that I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have it. No, I, I. Did you guys notice the Freudian slip, um, that Jay made? Was no, it having that hair? She, she. He said he, he meant to say blew up, blew up his game, but she said he said blew him and then corrected himself <laughs> real quick when he was talking to Olivia. Go back. You can put the audio in, edit it in. For the hundredth episode, you gotta edit in one of these stupid fucking audio splices that I ask you to do one time. But it's really funny. I couldn't help but notice it. Uh, well, no, you, that's you, all I got. Uh, Jay was like being like, listen, if you weren't around, Horacio would have gone in every time. It's like, Jay, I know you did leave quite early, but he went in five times. So like that oh. is exactly what happened. Like that's <laughs> the whole that's bit. what happened. Good He's observation. <laughs> He even said at some point, he was like, why do you think we, um, we would yeah. have, you were gone so soon and had mm. literally zero power in that house. Right. I had such effect on whether Horacio went in or not last series. Very One much so. Not fate. only did he go in five times, he was in about 17 other draws too. So like, <laughs> it's like, what is he talking? He did go in every single time without like Jay or not. It didn't matter. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, no. Does anyone, does anyone wish Kim was on this season? Uh, which does I, which does mean Horacio and Olivia didn't win a daily last season. You know what I think it is about Olivia Jay, doesn't about, win daily, so I don't think they did. No, I don't think they did. You know what you know what it is about Jay with that with me that bothers me? So His there's hair. a type of person on reality TV who acts like Jay, who is like kind of doing it on purpose. Like kind of just like saying stuff and just being part of part of the bit almost, you know, like in on it, like winking at you as they're like saying stuff like Horacio would have gone in every time. Devin, early Devin was a little like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Jay's Jay's not not hard. Jay's not winking, I don't think. No, he believes you know what I mean? Jay believes his shit does not stink. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Right. Am I wrong? Do you guys feel that same thing about him? Like he, he's not, he's not, there's no bit, there's no comment. There's no self um, awareness. Yeah. Or self-referentialism. Like, no, there's no, you know, it's like not, (laughs) it kind of bothers me. It bums me out. I picture Jay as like the type if you looked at all the people he's following on Instagram it's all like Instagram bikini models yeah I bet he followed no men except for Asa so is he just like holding (laughs) on like how old is Jay do we know not like looking at looking at his hair if he's living well, I don't know. Definitely his 30s. I'm going to look it up. I'm somewhere, I would say 35, like around I'd say, 30. I think he's like 28. I think he's I younger than you. I was going to go 38. If he's George, 38. Uh, no. I, reckon, I reckon he's 34. He's, he's 34. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hands up if you're older than Jay. I mean, I'm the same age. I just, uh, that I just don't have. I don't know. I couldn't imagine living my life like following Instagram bikini models like that. that, That's that being part of my day. I don't know. That's just so stupid. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, you guys should go. Have you guys seen his, uh, have you seen like his iconic scene on X X on the beach? I don't, no, I don't, I don't know. He has like one iconic scene where he's like going to like storm some guy that like his the girl he came in with and starts dating. Oh, Banana's ex-girlfriend, Morgan. That's right. Mm-hmm. Morgan cheated on him with Banana. Also known as Morgan from the Challenge. He's very yeah, Morgan from the Challenge. I can't imagine him storming and it'd be more well, like a let, 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 let more like a light rain. Yeah, yeah let Lauren unless this is an eight-year-old child he's storming, which would be weird. Oh well, no, it just... was like a guy who was like twice his size, and it's just like a drunken storming. And I, I'll find the YouTube and send it to you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Well, do you remember when Jay Jay went from, I think for speaking of lack of self-awareness, when he dressed up as an emo, did a duet with Jack with two Ks, said he was his best friend of all time, and then immediately went into elimination. (laughs) Yes, and that is why um, Michelle and Laurel are vendettas. (laughs) It comes full circle. Yeah, it comes full circle. Well, um, can I ask Lauren about something? No. Because we saw a lot of it in this episode. What are these fucking eye things all the girls are wearing? Oh, it's like supposed to like help with like bags and thing and discoloration. Yeah, they wear them all the fucking time. I'm surprised they're, they're not chill. wearing them in a limited. They're, they're really they're nice. TV. They're trying to look good. Yeah, hell yeah, and I guarantee it was like a girl's <laughs> facial day. Uh, I bet the well, sun. Every day. They're probably worried about the sun damage too. I bet Asaf wears them. See that? I could see yeah. Jay yeah. wearing them. Yeah, I've worn them. I've done it before. They're nice. They feel really good. Is it better than putting cucumber on your eyes? Never done Watch that. Me. I yeah, haven't done that. Yeah. Mm. Should try them. I put cucumber yeah. on sandwiches, like on subs, like the cucumber on a sub sandwich. Is like, have you ever put yeah. cucumber in water? Hell yeah! Of yes. course. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Man. Yeah. Um, happy one hundred, guys. So. Um, <laughs> Highland talks with Horacio and Norris about how he can't be high on Michelle's list. Uh, Horacio says that after this vote, they will flip the game. But after this vote, because for this vote, it's just going to go as normal. Um, Colleen speaks to Kyland about the core alliance. Um, 
and the sub-alliance and the faction and all the promises that everyone's made. Colleen feels confident in her alliance. Um, and then she says, and this really annoys me because they've been doing it all season. Oh, well, if it's Kara, she could pick anyone. How is it? How are you suddenly assuming it's Kara? Other than the fact she's probably the only female champion left that isn't banned. Well, then that's how. They could have just sent in, like, fucking Paula. Paula, I I mean, there's John A. I I bet that there's plenty of scenes on the cutting room floor of them saying other names, too. I hope so, because it bugs me that they've got it right every every single episode. I would have I would have really liked it if it was just turned out to be Zach, but it was still a girl's day. Zach <laughs> <laughs> versus Zach versus um, Jenna. Michelle. It all, no. all, all. <laughs> Zach I mean, and Jenna honest, total madness FaceTime elimination. <laughs> <laughs> that was such an uncomfortable did we podcast yeah. about Total Madness? Uh, no. No, we started off Total Madness. Uh, have, uh, have, you, have any of you listened to Zach's podcast? I have not. Uh, no. I have not even. Yeah. I barely listened to this one anymore, and I'm on it. <laughs> oh, you want it, though? He's good at talking. That's a um, weird thing to say, but... What did you say he's good at? He's good at talking. Like that's a weird thing to say, but like he's just a good, you know. Does that make sense? I, know. Good at, like, I yeah. know. Like he always had like good commentary on the challenge. So I'm yeah. like, maybe his. He doesn't say it. Yeah, defense. yeah, exactly. But he's not. It's a, not like jokey. It's not like a, he's not doing a bit. You know, he's not doing a routine. Yeah. He's just uh, good at speaking mm. and making you know and making well, clear Ryan, points in an Ryan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, He's a raconteur. That's the word you want. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to I'd love to eavesdrop on one of his uh podcasts in the same way Asaf eavesdropped on that Colleen conversation <laughs> because he then goes and tells the Fantastic Four, but Michelle says they have a stable seven, so they have the numbers. So the four have a seven. Yeah. And presumably the seven have another nine, and that nine <laughs> have a fifteen, and that fifteen have a four hundred and twenty-two. It's like um, it, you know the uh, that thing where someone asks, "Would you rather have a million dollars now or a dollar uh, today?" Every day, yeah, every yeah. Day, and eventually, it's a much bigger number. I envisage That's that Jay's this, it basically becomes eight billion people, and suddenly we're all in this fucking alliance. Can I ask I was just thinking, like, their final cha- daily challenge should be like a puzzle where they have to put all the different alliances together, and that's how they figure out. Like, that should be, you know, it, that's what they do. You know, in every single final, they have like the stack the blocks for as many for yeah, the order exactly. of elimination. That should the be it instead. You know what? It's dead ass. You should reach out, Levi, to Alan and be like, "Here's what I want you to do: put together." a map of the alliances this yeah. season <laughs> and then do like a blank one and we're all gonna try to figure out and whoever gets closest that should wins. be one of the rounds on the end of season quiz yeah yes. i mean but like that's impossible to do we'd have to all get it beforehand and then he we send him the answers and he reveals them um <laughs> you know what i mean we couldn't do that in real time that's a yeah. well. That's a. We're, it, this is a different podcast for a different day. We're we're, <laughs> we're we're brainstorming something else yeah. now. But that's a really good idea, Lauren. That's. Fun. Do you know what this whole alliance thing reminds me of, George? You'll remember this. You know when we were podcasting about Challenge USA two. 
Yeah. You know how we kept calling them the vet diagram? Yes. This whole this whole alliance is a Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, except for the diagram looks like the top of the puzzle from the end of the elimination this week. That's what the, the di that's what the Venn diagram looks like. And just the no, only thing a, in the I middle genuine, just says monge. I have a genuine question uh for you guys. Um uh are people on the Reddit like as confused about like are the are the are the masses as confused about this alliance thing as we are or, or am i just like kind of stupid and just i only go on the reddit once every thursday to post the podcast well, well i actually, don't i'm genuinely asking like what what is the consensus about this whole thing in honor of our hundredth um, episode i actually did check the reddit today yes oh. Andy watched the episode. Andy's here. Yes, I did. Um, all I found was quite was some quite argumentative and hateful stuff about Michelle, and then someone someone who defended her was on zero upvotes. Levi, have you changed your name again? <laughs> Minar speaking the English. <laughs> you type of the English though. Pretty so no one has an answer for me then. They're basically no, no, they're not. I feel like they're talking about what I keep saying is they're getting pissed off because nobody's going home like for the last five weeks. Yeah, and they're getting pissed off about the elimination format. Oh, so no, that's no, kind no. of the big chatter, other than Michelle. The okay, last well, thing I, I posted on the Reddit you... was responding to someone who asked why we don't have Reddit in the podcast name anymore. Oh. Wow, these the that place is was it Oak Droll? I, I think I replied, We've come a long way since we started a hundred episodes ago, and we feel <laughs> like the show has really come on, and we are different people, and none of us go on the Reddit anymore. <laughs> um, okay, well, then I have a question for you guys Do you think that like production Position. is like? No, I'm at, like the way they're crafting like the episodes in the story. Do you think that they're confused and they're doing this on purpose, and it's this is they're doing the best that they can, or is it one of those things where like they understand it and they don't know how sort of nonsensical it's coming across? Like, what do you do? You, like, because I feel like they could have made this easier. I, I think it's I mostly actually... to do with the cast, like the cat, mm. like what are they? I think the cast know who's in what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. George. Fair enough. I guess. George. Yeah. No. Because I mean, I've been saying we've been saying that to as a collective since yeah. oh. episode one that these people have no idea who's working with who, and it's manifested itself quite a few times. Well, but can I, I ask just... George? Because let's be honest, George hasn't watched every episode of this season. Um, how if it's confusing for us who have watched every episode of this season, how confused are you about these alliances? I bet he hasn't thought that hard about it. Am I right? Um, well, okay. So I, I've wa I watched the first six, missed two, watched one, missed one, and then watched this one. There's, I've got the numbers wrong, but it's Jay and Michelle Central. They've yep. got enough hangers on who will do what they say. So Whoa, every, so yeah, so every deliberation just becomes a landslide vote, um, and until. Melissa and Big T went home. There was no one that vocally against it, so it's it's not hard. It's just it's a less charismatic version of what happens every season. George, did you see the episode where Dusty came in as the mercenary champion? 
Who's Dusty? <laughs> <laughs> Is he the challenge? Dusty. He's got legendary he... rivalries. And vendettas. Is he friends with, he friends with Mong? Monge. <laughs> Monge. Monge and Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> Monge is a twin. Monge's brother's called Monge, Monge. too. <laughs> it's not funny now that George gets Oh, Levi, that was a really that was actually just a really like, elegant joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. I know my green beans. We've ever been told on this podcast. <laughs> but, um, sorry, did, obviously you guys have actually all watched more, and I assume at least two of you have paid more attention than me. I'm not going to tell you who I think that is, though, because that's quite bitchy. Uh, <laughs> right, I can tell on. you who George thinks it is, Lauren and Ryan. Um, do, does anyone disagree, though? It literally looks like it's Jay and Michelle have managed to create the most bumbling alliance on the planet. But the alliance That's only seems to benefit to Jay and Michelle and seemingly Asaf now. Do you think that, like, we have to give people like Kylan, Horacio, and then Colleen a little bit more credit this, this episode? No, because like, well, no, they didn't do anything, which brings no. us to the nominations. Also, so, also, we can only give them a little bit of credit because Colleen, like, but... Co- Co- Colleen does, um, a spe- a specifically Colleen, seems to find the problem and verbalize the problem. But then she's like, but J- I'm going to work against James and Mariah because they said my name. It's like, no, you, you, you're, you're still working yeah. with the wrong people. You, you found like the a, problem. At least, at least she's taking action as soon as she got yeah. voted in and for sure realized she was out. The, the problem is no, no, totally every time good. anyone gets close to figuring it all out, they accidentally think that Asaf is trustworthy. Yes. <laughs> Genuinely, that is the problem in all yes. these people nearly getting it, is they tell Asaf. Yeah, it's, it's genuinely really frustrating. So, But that's why actually... Asaf is running this game. <laughs> so, but he's, but he's, playing, he's playing a game, though. He's only, gonna, he's only gonna be able to do this one season. Like, he will not be able to play that type of game again. I, no, I reckon wins. if he's on next season, he'll be like, I'm hoping no one has Paramount Plus because I don't think anyone knows that Jay and I are best friends. <laughs> and I somehow Sam- sound like Colleen. Yeah. <laughs> I think the so, irony uh, is that why he can't do an Israeli accent. All right. Is that ironic? <laughs> why should you think- be able to do an Israeli accent? Like yeah, let's really that. dig into this one. I think that's probably the best <laughs> yeah. place to. This Did is I probably the best place to get stuck in the mud. Let's not. Let's stay here. Yeah, no. Let's stay here. Let's. <laughs> we actually. I was looking yeah. at our like listenership. Happy one hundred, guys. Um, and we do have one listener from Israel, which I like to think is Asaf's mom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Anyway, on that note, let's go to nominations. I'll quickly go through it. Colleen says it sucks. Raven's fed up with it. Can't keep guessing why they're putting her in. Vote happens. Corey admits he's playing a pussy game. Everyone votes for Raven except Kyland, who votes for Mariah. Mariah is now pissed off with Kyland. Um, she said my name. Uh, Horacio hopes both <coughs> girls come back and flip the house, but no one's going to flip the house because they're all going to tell Asaf that they're going to flip the house and then he'll tell everyone the house will never get flipped. Um, and then Corey tells Raven that people are playing a we turned up with our friends game. And Raven says, no one ever won without competing well. Pick that apart, Brian. Um, Okay, so I did actually stop this to do a little mental homework. Um, Because she did say, that's an interesting hypothetical that she brought up. These are the words, I, I wrote them down. So she says, who was the last champ 
that played a good social game but didn't compete well. So essentially, like, who who's the last person that snuck to the final but also didn't also played like shit? Dusty. Right. Hold on. Ready? I did some. I did a little homework. Stop me when you think I get to somebody who fits that description. Okay, I'm gonna start reading off the last few chances. Can it be? Can it be a person from a certain season if they did it one season but not another? No, I guess the hypothetical is like who I'm gonna go. I basically did them all the way down to dirty thirty. Like, okay, if you if you hear somebody who played a good social game and like was also shitty at the competitions. Okay. Stop me, okay? Yep. Chris and Desi. No, they Jordan, were good. Jordan and Kaz. Devin and Tori. Nope. Wes and John A. Nope. DT Casey. John A. MJ. I don't remember DT. how they perform. I mean, I feel like not shitty, right? You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, CT Amber. Amber question mark. Amber sure didn't play a great game. Oh, she did Bobby. win that mental hall brawl though. <laughs> Against Amber I don't M. think they didn't compete badly though. She was with yeah. um, she, they agree. didn't compete badly. Amber M should be on this season. She's sassy. I don't think I think we're coming up to one though. We're getting close to one, I think, though. Okay. I think right. so too. I know yes. yes. No. Johnny and Jenny. Johnny and Jen. Jordan, CTD, Rogan? I think CT no, Ro on that season. That's what I was, that's what came to my mind was CT World of the Worlds 2. Uh, CT Rogan World of the Worlds 2 was in the one that came to my mind. Uh, but yeah, same. Arguably, Ro arguably oh, Rogan too? Rogan? Yeah. Were you thinking yeah. Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. You know who should have, you know who should have won that fucking season? Brian, keep going. Lineker. No, Brian, keep keep going. Keep going? There's there's an there is an arguable one. All right, Turbo, Ashley and Hunter. Turbo Ashley and Hunter is that is Ashley and Hunter because I also... they literally turned up two weeks before I... the final. True, they didn't. They, they didn't. They turned up two weeks in. I'm tired of that fucking lie. Yeah, they um, had a great social <laughs> game. They didn't do, but they didn't, didn't win shit. Much. They didn't win any dailies. Ah. Um, and they kind of so, like competed on like shit in the final weirdly. Like it's yeah, almost they, like they, did they even win? You know what I mean? Who like, did they beat like they to get into the game? Uh, Devin and Faith. uh no, Faith, Faith and Angela oh. in yeah, a Faith wall punching contest. Oh, All right, Devin so there you go. Me. And then exactly. and then it's Kara and then Jordan and Camilla, and I didn't go any but, further than that. So, but like yeah, our, yeah. See what I, she's not wrong. Essentially, what the exercise says is she's right. Yeah. And out of interest, is it true that the Baltimore Ravens can't win a game without playing well either? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. They're actually really good. So if Raven wins the, this challenge, they might win the Super Bowl. Let's mm. keep an eye on that. Um, so <laughs> I want to keep this 100th episode moving, but I do want to just say a couple of things. Actually, for the first time in both the seasons he's been on, quite like the fact that Corey was like, I'm playing a pussy game. What can I say? Um, because it's, it's difficult to play as as the only guy left from Twelve Dates of Christmas. You know, <laughs> yeah. no one talks to him. Has anyone tried watching that yet, Lauren? No, nope. Lauren. If I give you like I don't know 
ten dollars, will you watch one episode? Yes. Sweet. What the fuck? I'll watch the whole season for one. I'm well, I won't do that. No, Brian, ask for ask for fifty so you can get your postmates discount. <laughs> five dollars off baby yeah <laughs> that, 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 i really need to give you 45 dollars <laughs> brian that link they keep sending you is just a link to jay's only fans <laughs> there's no way that costs 50 dollars no he that's way he calls it jonely fans <laughs> nice <laughs> <laughs> Was it? That was shit. Jay's only fans. It's not pay as you go. It's Jay as you go. (laughs) There we go. Um, Speaking of going, the challengers go to the arena to meet TJ. I quite do. Do they tell TJ who's in elimination? Because when Raven turned up, he was like, "What?" (laughs) He's he's very. He's done this quite a few times this season particularly where he's like I get why you're here but why are you here or why are you here again it's like it's, it's the game he's, TJ that's how it works but he's not that observant because he thought Brian was George <laughs> he called him George three times on the podcast I had to edit it out honestly it's I've been compared to way worse in my life I will take that and I at the end, he said, at the end, he said, I love chatting to you, Brits. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, love it. Shout out Brexit or whatever. Are we anti No, don't shout out Brexit. Oh, no, God, we're anti Brexit. Brexit sucks. Boo. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's he can't believe Raven's back. But as it goes, uh, to be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. Woo! And he introduces the champ. And it is the returning Cara Maria who, are you ready for this, returns to an episode of The Challenge after 1,484 days. Thank is that you, technically Ach- true? Thank she you. returns to an episode, that, but yep. is that technically true? Yeah, episode being being broadcast. She she returns to the broadcast <laughs> of an episode of The Challenge That's after 1,484 1, days, and that is from at Challenge Stats on Instagram. You know what's yeah. interesting about that stat is... Is like this is obviously not real numbers, but by the end of World Worlds Two, it had felt like she had been in my life for that many days straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you do you notice that she smiled more within the first ten seconds of her being there yes. than she did the entire World Worlds, uh, uh, both of them? She and was so happy to be there. She looked yeah. great. She yeah. looked great. She looked so happy to be there. That was like old car. She was like. The challenge is fun rather than the challenge is like a stressful part of my life that I'm doing because I don't know I'm lost as a person, you know. She always yeah. seems so happy to not be around Kyle Christie. Oh, I wish Kyle was there. I love Kyle, mm-hmm. but I feel like he was the downfall of her as a human being. I would say uh, it wasn't him. Yeah. I'd say it was who she chose to rebound with. Would you like to know the date? Do you want to know the date? Do you want to know the date of her last broadcast elimination? No, because it's going to bum me out. It's going to make me sad. Levi, before you do that, um, the world has legitimately gone to shit since Kara was last on the challenge. Can we keep her on? (laughs) Oh, shit, yeah. I missed her during COVID. I would like to know the last time she was in elimination and what it was and Thank you, Ryan. 
the last time she was in elimination broadcast not filmed can we get yes i want the month the date and the year i don't have a guess about time i, I can i guess what episode it was yeah i guess like 2016 no, no it was a bit later than that 2018 yep Oh, okay. Oh, Thanks. then never mind. It was over the 16th, Final reckoning against Shane and Nelson. No, against yes. Kyle and um, Brad. Versus Cam and Kaylee. Oh, fuck, it was in that In episode, a redemption, right? that's the ticket. Yeah. Okay, one, um, no, 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 but when's the last time non-redemption, though? Uh, non-redemption is the exact same episode where she oh. lost to Nelson and Shane in Meet Me Halfway. Uh, with, um, of course, oh, yes. Yeah. But so, so for the woman that said the arena is her home, she has not been in the arena she for ain't been over home. five years. Last time she was in the arena, mortgage rates were low. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we didn't know that Prince Andrew was being accused of paedophilia. Am I allowed to say why that? Why would you go to that? There is no, so much. The because fuck? it just got released. It just got that? released. Uh, Prince Harry happened? was still in the royal family. Um, COVID hadn't happened. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, the first I think we. Ago. I think we were like five prime ministers back. At least. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Labour were in power at that point. Um, they were not. No. I thought no, you were no, going to actually um, have fun, fun facts about what was going on rather than just like political okay. talking. Uh, I know. Yeah, you could be like Lionel. Well, I don't want him now. Not champion yet. Okay, what happened in October 2018? Remember, can I can I say something? Remember that apocalyptic event I was talking about earlier? Mm. I wish it would have happened immediately after Carria called Michelle down because what happens like next well, kind of just bummed me out. To be honest can I, with you, can it's I give you worst. one more horrendous mm. political thing that happened when Cara Maria was last in elimination? Trump Cara Maria was last in elimination. Two weeks after a US-based journalist and critic of the Saudi Arabian government. Why? Uh, Why would you go there? I don't know. I just typed I in. Stay here. No, I typed stay in here. what happened in Leon October 2018. Um, no, I'll tell you what else happened in 2018. Oh fuck, I won't tell you that one. Um okay. The last time Kara was in elimination, the Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine was awarded to James P. Allison and Taksuku Honju for their discovery in cancer therapy. Well done to them. A quick question. Also the last time the Cubs won the division. So what month was that? October. October. When in October? 16th. If you've not been listening for the last seven minutes. I I just missed the exact date. Um, So we could- It's all right because you can listen to it all over again on your favorite podcasting platform. (laughs) I I don't know what to say anymore. Um, let's get into this elimination. So Kara returns. She, as you say, she looks so happy to be there. Um, her voice has deepened, I've noticed, and she's put on a few more muscles. She went real boss. No, she went. She, I've yes. thought that too. I was yes. like, she must have been around her family recently because I maybe they flew out Jamie as a just in case and they were staying in the same hotel. <laughs> Cousin. Or or she's been hanging out with CT who Ah, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, So just a little thing. TJ says one of his favourite players, although, as he told us, one of the worst at listening to instructions. Um, Mm. 14 challenges, nine finals, 
13 out of 19 elimination wins and a two-time champion, although TJ didn't mention that she was two-time champion. She seems happy to be there. Now, TJ explains the draw to Kara. Now, I very much enjoyed Kara at this moment because she, well, first of all, she made a weird comment about a 50% off coupon that doesn't mean he should stack the shelves with knockoffs, which isn't as bad as some of the comments I was saying about 2018. Um, so mm. we'll ignore that. Um, and then she says um, to Colleen and Raven, how many times have you two been in? And they're like, quite a lot. And then Colleen. Too. How many times has you two been in? Yeah. How many times? How many times <laughs> Boston. Boston. Um, and then times? Colleen, fucking legend. The other four girls up there have not been in. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then she fucking staring that shit. And then Kara's like, well, I used to be the one that was treated as bottom of the barrel. Um, and then, so she's like, okay, I want to pull this chaos pole so I can give these girls the night off. So you four up there, if I pick the chaos, who should go in? Let's start with you, Orange Shirt. Um, and then Michelle does classic Michelle, this wishy-washy, oh, I can't say a name. I I can't say a name because I can't pick someone. Okay, I know. Listen, I know you guys are not a fan of Orange Shirt, but I thought that was the best move for her because she still had a two-thirds chance of not getting picked. Why would she throw other people under the bus? Yeah, I mean... Uh Oh, I, I I do agree. Like it, it, what she was in an impossible position. I mean, I after fucking last loved week, it, after wearing such a bright color last week, you'd think she would have learned and wore more <laughs> muted, something a little less standing out. Instead, she wore orange, which is what people wear when they go running at night to stand out. She should, so, uh, yeah. she should borrow Ed's leopard shirt next oh time. God, so they'd be like, oh leopard shirt up there camo um, maybe like camo you know <laughs> would have worked you know it worked george you know. george while you eat your wrap why don't you tell us what you thought of michelle's wishy-washy answer which was followed up by Kara saying okay you not got balls no you not got balls if i pull that pole you going in boston well glossing over the accent um happy 100 <laughs> I I enjoyed it because it was a little bit of theatre, which we've obviously been missing, right? But I love theatre. This was so forced. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy that she didn't know who Michelle was. That <laughs> kind of pissed me off. In, in fairness, she did say that Paulie had told her. Yeah, we are yeah. off oh, the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, George, so, Paulie and Michelle were on USA Two together. I You're actually watched me. USA 2 until Paulie went off. I thought that's when it down went downhill. Um, but <laughs> and you never turned up know. for a record. But, but sorry, do, do not do not try and convince me that Karma Maria has not watched every episode of a challenge. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Celebrated every time it's had a ratings drop. Like Couldn't I thought agree. that was a bit like you're 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 you can't pull this off it would be much if she went the other way and walked and said well michelle i've heard some things about you and just listed off all the shady shit she'd ever done that would be way cooler but, <laughs> um it was still it was still more entertaining than 90 percent of the like social interactions we've had in the last five seasons so fine i'm happy with it would you say it's more entertaining than Olivia telling everyone but Horacio that Horacio is not talking to her, whilst <laughs> at the same time not actually talking to Horacio about it? Comparable. You know Thank who you I feel much. bad for? You know who I feel bad for? Um, Nom? No, I feel... Well, 
No, I don't. He's doing fine. No, I've, I feel bad for the comedy writer that Kara paid for the oh, jokes. And like, I feel like he probably gave her more than that and they edited it out. So it's like, it's, t- I mean, I'd be bummed. You know, that's it's like it's, it's editors with a bane of a true writer's existence as a writer, you know, uh, you know, as a as a bane of our existence, you know, the good material got cut out. I feel bad for him. He's probably yeah, bummed out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, she, as we learned, as we learned from Nani, she, Tara is corny. Mm. corny. <laughs> Do you know what? I was happy to see her, though. I got warm, fuzzy feelings. I was like, this is cool. Yep. This is a cool moment. This is way cooler than like in the first person I thought of, and I fucking hate myself for it, is I thought of like Casey. And I was like, I wonder if I'll feel this way about Casey if she goes away for a thousand or whatever days it no, was. You won't. No, you won't. No. You'll that's actually how, forget that's who she how, is. Fuck. Okay, but like even okay, and then then I thought Tori, and that's a better example. I feel like Maybe if Tori, Tori goes can. away for a thousand days, seeing her in this situation would be cool not as cool mm. as car car is like the ultimate sort of like white whale that's kind of still floating out there but question question though brian who is the person um that you would most miss and why is it kenny <laughs> <laughs> kenny's been in that uh, hotel for 1484 mostly days. because yeah i just want to know how he feels about the ending of ozark and as we drift further from it his his the passion for his takes mm. is going to go down you know what i mean i want to get them while they're as fresh as possible can I just say something actually nice and actually genuine? Kara looked happy and healthy, and it was nice to see her back. Yeah, 100%. And I genuinely oh, 100%. mean that. Her arms are fucking insane. Yeah, like, and I wish the episode ended right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, everything, everything we discussed from here on in, I'm going to hate. Oh, I, apart, from, apart from one thing, actually. Yeah, I'm not... It just, it just sucks. Can I... So, Lauren... You've yes. been watching this longer than everyone but Brian. What was your thoughts on Kara coming back? Oh, I'm like the same as I'm the same as like what everybody else has been saying. Like I was thought she looked great, thought she looked a lot happier than I remembered. Um, I mean, this is a little shallow, but I thought she'd had some maybe a little bit of work done on the face, but like in a very mm. nice way. Like I thought maybe a little lip filler, some Botox. It's like she's she's looking good. She's doing it the right way. And most um, importantly. And- Lauren, as the fashionista of this podcast, were you pleased to see her staying on brand with the USA socks? I didn't, I don't know if I remember her socks, but uh, (laughs) fashion wise, it's like, okay, she's still sticking to like her red beaded hair, but that's her thing. Yeah. It was, I was just, it was just so, it was nice to see her back. Um, I'd like to see her. It was nice to see Paulie back on USA too on his own i'd like to see cara on a season on her own yeah before yeah. they try and put them back in together also yeah, as much as i love kyle i'd like to see cara on a season without kyle as her first season back um I, um i don't know if i can say it because is it spoilers if i give cast spoilers for all stars fuck it who cares happy Everyone. 100 she's on all stars no. 4 um yeah. but all stars 4 is apparently never being aired so who knows um, no, um, I Paramount Plus posted like something on their Instagram this week where it's like, here's what's yeah. coming this year, and they put All Stars on there. Yeah, coming. Wow. 
Yeah, because they just haven't said when. <laughs> yeah, because whilst we're also giving spoilers, Tony times back on that. As is Party Boy Jay, Brian's favorite. Club Rat Jay. Club Rat Jay. Sorry. Um, I mean, All Stars jumped the shark when they cast Kayla and then put her on the normal challenge. <laughs> um, but we digress. Let's no longer digress. So, um, Kara pulls the chaos pole and calls down Orange Shirt herself. So it's Kara versus Michelle. Jay is shitting himself. Um, Kara kind of jokes we've said about Paulie mentioning that Michelle was a snake on USA too, as you know, George. Um, and they are going to play Blockhead. Um, so they must move the cubes to the platform and solve a puzzle. Um, so I'll be honest, as I was watching this, I'd completely forgotten how shit Kara was at puzzles. And the fact that Michelle couldn't push the actual blocks, I was convinced that she'd get absolutely whitewashed by this. Um, but she wasn't, and Michelle won. Discuss elimination team. But wait, is um, Kara that bad at puzzles? She's bad at math, but I... Feel like I didn't remember her being that bad at puzzles. Yeah, she she I mean, beat bananas, and she's won. She's won at least two puzzle eliminations. She like she won vendettas on a puzzle. Oh yeah, three important puzzles. Then she's yeah. Uh, that was memorized. That was memorization. I'll leave it. That's I'll leave it just before I BRB. I have a feeling Vendetta's Kara would have won that elimination last night. If you I think ta- she was, if the time you think she was that... rusty? No, I think there's a difference between uh, like we talked about. It's like a survival instinct, right? If you if you've played sports, there's a difference between the playoffs and not the playoffs, or like a, a championship game and not the. Cha- it's like Kara had. She was just, yeah, Rusty. Yeah, sure. Rusty is a really, I guess, the more simple way to explain what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, there's nothing to lose for these. The Mercenaries is like good in concept, but I don't know. There's something. I don't it, think it that 10 grand is enough when they're probably getting 20 grand as an appearance fee. But there's a difference between when you're like in the game and you're living in the house and like you don't have outside world contact, like staying in the game kind of just matters more than like cars about to like go back to the hotel room that she was just in and and comp her bill to paramount like that and she just comped her breakfast to pay you know what i mean like i don't know and also like michelle's not left croatia for six months except to see taylor swift what it Cars does flew it in for six bums, days it also like betrays my nostalgia and it it hurts sort of the brand almost like the fact that Kylan beat Darrell is I wasn't on that podcast. Does yeah. it feel the same way? It just it just bums me out. I guess I don't know. Should it? I don't. Does care. it hurt the brand, like, or really does it care. say, or does it say the new school is pretty good? But uh, it, so what? Why are these not physical fucking eliminations? So I've missed a lot, right? But has any of the champ ones been physical? Because I've not. I've, Jordan's Jordan's was quite physical. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, but then they paused it when it got physical. Yeah, it was running up a slope, right? You've not actually had, like, so you know that was a fun elimination. That was when free when free agents had every uh, elimination be a all time physical one, even wrecking rule. rule I'm really annoyed they didn't do this for chaos. Like, Uh, which one's wrecking wall? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. They should have Equalizer. done the thing. I think they should have done the thing like uh, I think seasons two where they like you know they have to pick. Oh yeah, that would be strategy physical. Type. Um, 
endurance and, yeah, yeah. and let the mercenary pick you know yeah. like or even let the person that goes in pick against the mercenary because hypothetically yeah. the mercenary should be able to win them all or whatever yeah, yeah. that's good that's such a good idea Lauren. i don't know i just the um like i said i wish that that apocalyptic event i was talking about happened as soon as uh, the tj blew the horn to start the elevation i guess was that which, which mercenaries have won? Just Jordan? No, it was no. Didn't Big oh, T and Devin. Melissa get Casey. Didn't Casey win? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that one. Casey beat Big T, but who beat Melissa? Was it Tori? Yeah, probably. Must have been, goat. right? She's I think goat. it was Tori. Isn't she? Yeah, she's goat. Um, yeah because Big T also beat um, Kaz. Oh yeah! She oh did. fuck! I See? forgot about Kaz. And then we've had yeah. the other, two, we've had the two in the last two weeks that were both won by the women in the house, not the mercenaries. And based on your planning, Ryan is Casey is the lineal champion. Um, because Big, Big T took it from Kaz, Casey took it from Big T. Oh yes, I suppose that's correct then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Casey, number one in our hearts and number one on the show. And unfortunately, Michelle was number one in this elimination. I will, I will say um, in the elimination, I did really enjoy the bit where Cara just left her block in the way. Um, oh. and made, mm -hmm. uh, orange shirt work harder because like you said before, <laughs> physically, she was struggling. Yeah. Mm. She could imagine how imagine how big a lead Clara Cara must have blown. Do you also Ryan, I do agree with you. That bit was actually class. I enjoyed yeah. I, that was some peak shit outsery. Yeah, it was, like it, was it. Really, it was really clever because she realized straight away like that she could do that. It, it did it was interesting though, the Michelle like struggling so <laughs> much because Kylan said earlier, I think it was Kyle that said earlier in the episode that he would like to keep Michelle around because he thinks the women that he's working with will be able to would be able to beat her and it was a really interesting comment and then to watch her physically like really struggle um i think hmm, i think michelle would michaela bradshaw a final usa two yeah yep. makes sense um do you I, think I, that I, michelle got... i was gonna Oh, go, on, go, on, go on, Lauren. Go on, Lauren. No, I was going to say, do you think this is playing into a reason why they're not so actively going against Jay and Michelle? That some of them think they can beat them in the final, so they are like, okay, I'll stay in their good graces and then beat them in the final. I think it's because everyone is part of the Monge Alliance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Monge. <laughs> I forget. Um, I think do you think point, Michelle got um, help from the crowd with her puzzle? Yes. Mm. I don't think she did. She's she's shown in Survivor two seasons in a row, getting to two finals, one win, the least deserving win in Survivor history. That you she don't think the crowd was helping her as far as they were, they, I would they imagine. Were, yeah, if, if they, they, oh, they, if they were helping, were, right? yeah, if That's they were helping Raymond, because... why wouldn't they help Michelle? I yeah. imagine, oh, it's so funny because I remember at the um, last season at the reunion, they had a whole segment about how Michelle's like, well, on Survival, we play a fair game and the crowd doesn't help. The crowd shouldn't help. That's why Jay and I lost is because the crowd helped. Funny how, yeah, that's funny how it did. She wasn't <laughs> like, hey, can you guys please stop? This isn't fair. 
funny how that funny how that uh well happens. as we know everything that Weird. comes out of michelle's mouth is shit um mm. so um michelle wins um which is a shame um for no! Cara maria but for the rest of us we're all so happy um no lie genuinely when i watched this episode it was the first one in a while where i was like Oh, yes. Like when she pulled the chaos pole and she picked her. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Michelle's going to be gone. It's a hundredth episode. I finally get, you know, the hoodink away. Nope. Hoodink's still here. So um, Kara jokes that she lost to a champ, a survivor champ, the least deserving one. Uh, but she does say that Michelle deserved it. It was nice <laughs> to see again. Happy Kara Maria. Yes, you lost, but you're being a good sport as opposed to moody, whiny, upset Kara Maria. Couldn't agree more. I want this Car Maria back. I do too. I'd like to see this Cara Maria run a final with Casey. <laughs> I want to see her come back and defend her turf for real. Because, like, I I think if she were to like come back, this is a hot take. If she came back and won season forty, if it was like an individual one winner season, mm. she came back and won, and it was a legit cast. I like feel against like bananas, CT. Her, yeah, just a, whoever, but a legitimate. I feel like her case as 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 the as the goat, male or female, pound for pound, is pretty yeah. high. It's pretty strong. So, or flip. There was a really interesting post on the Reddit um, about Suck how. <laughs> Yeah, because our 100th episode. Happy 100, Reddit. Happy 100. Um, It was basically like they said the the people, the the women who looked like beasts in the middle season of the challenge have been exposed because the competition was weak. And Mm. I don't know if I agree with it, but it's interesting. So, like, that's why this line, that's, that's, no, go ahead. Keep going. Well, but I, I, I kind of, I, as a as a knee jerk reaction, I I can see why this would be, but I don't think you can take that you can take much from these eliminations for Kara because it is her. I reckon that was guaranteed her against the house. It's not a straight up elimination, but Laurel has now damaged her reputation quite a lot in the last. Uh, three yeah, that time. ninja one really fucked with her. Then just being terrible with Jack. No, but the ninja one wasn't bad because she lost to someone who's a great climber and, well, no, kind of... No, the, sorry. The uh, elimination the, itself wasn't bad, but the reaction is what has yeah. made it suffer since. Oh, I thought that was funny. I, I've got so much more time for people being, like, arrogant um, or a little bit more entertaining on this rather than... Oh, Ryan, you, well, you, but, do, but, you do sport journalism. You know but, how, um... but your arrogance has to be backed up. And the moment that you're made a fool of in that way, when you've been arrogant, is Im- immeasurably going to fuck with you. Oh, yeah, but it's still funny. It's still oh, yeah, good. Yeah. It's, like a, I, it's one of my biggest problems with sport at the moment is um, how media trained every answer is. It's just not funny. Like I, I, I miss the day. I miss the days when sport was paid less, and no one would pay, care what they said. And you're like, um, yeah, well, don't worry, I'll go around. I'll, t- I'll go around his house after and kick his fucking head in, which would be quite funny. But I actually want to see that. But I, 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 I don't. Sorry, Brian, you <laughs> want to jump in on the the middle the middle era of women being having a weak competition, so looking better. Do you think no, the current I... competition, or is this just someone taking? 
No, I mean, yeah, I think the current crop of women are much better than they used to be overall. But I, I don't I don't think it's a case that Laurel and Kara can't hang. It's just I don't know. That's the same thing with Darrell, too. It's like, that's why I don't like these okay. mercenary things, because like I said, it just betrays like that sort of like I don't want. I, I don't want Laurel to come in and like lose to like Raven. Like that's so meaningless. It like makes her, it's like, um, you know, this is a weird Laurel's not Darth Vader, but like when Star Wars made Darth Vader a kid, a little kid with a bowl cut, it like ruined the other three movies that came out 30 years before. Like, and so when Laurel shows up and with Jack with two Ks and then with pink hair and she loses a Raven, it's like, what are we doing? Like, this is, I'd rather almost she wasn't around than this. And so it's like, that's why this, it's the idea is good, but unless they came in like CT, like on fucking nothing but like pre workout red meat and like fucking, you know, been locked in a cage for three months, like, what are we, you know, I don't know. It's just, it bums, it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird, it makes me uncomfortable. It's weird and know. that is why I, we are looking forward to the return of of nam season 40. Right, <laughs> um, no i'm looking forward to what nam's next reason for not <laughs> it'll have something to do with lolo trying to murder him um now <laughs> allegedly now um michelle <laughs> michelle does a little confessional after winning this and um, this is where i know she's listened to our podcast uh because she says that people think she's here for a social game and a glass of wine, two glasses of wine. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that's what we thought. Mainly Brian. Um, so if you'd like to unblock us, Michelle, that would be great. One man's opinion is not the opinion. Are of we the actually person. blocked? Um, I think so. Yes, because I. <laughs> um, um, but well, I leave. I leave you guys for ten minutes. You left us Can for I a whole season, you bitch. Or... Can I ask a question to wrap this up? Something yeah. I was thinking about while I was watching the episode, and I want everyone's opinion. Everyone has to give one name. Okay. The question is, who do you want to win? Not who do you think can win. Even if you don't think that they can win, who do you want? Like, who would make you the happiest if they won? Everyone has to give one name. Michelle. No, but like seriously. Michelle. Okay, George. No, absolutely not. Uh, Zara. I want Zara to win. Ah, that's a good one. Because I think she got screwed out of the UK season by one minute. George. See, mine would have been Horacio, but he's done nothing this season. Um, yeah. Can you come back to me? Oh, no, Asaf. I like that he, I, I looks, you want... he looks a bit. He looks a bit. Like, he looks a bit like Tarzan. Um, he's got an actual earned rig, and he. Um, I quite like his sneaky little spy game. I think it's funny. <laughs> Somebody's dad. All right, Lauren. Uh, I'm a big Nerese fan. Kind of want Nerese to pull it out. Yeah. Ryan. Um, I, annoyingly, I, th I thought of four names, uh, but I'll go. I'll, I'll stick with one. Uh, I'm going to go for Ed. Ed was my number uh, two. Same question yeah. to you, Brian. Uh, um, I guess want to win, 
is like I guess it would have to be like um I don't know none of them almost because like I want Cara Maria to you have to pick one you ask the question yeah you ask the question because I I hate when people are on podcasts and they won't give their opinion no, but, but you, George, you hate that. One of the reasons like I me ask every episode this question is because what what it means if any of those four people that you guys named wins is that someone like Ed or Zaza Zara or Asaf is gonna have a challenge championship and Leroy is not, and yeah. that doesn't yeah. sit right with me. There's just something that really like a I don't know. I, you know who they should have put on this Nisa. season? Anissa, because she's not a champion. <laughs> but like, she's an extreme example. Like, I don't know, like Corey, like not, all these people that have given us so much aren't champions and they've wanted it so bad and have lost to CT and Johnny so many times in Jordan. <laughs> and then now like ASAF, who's like just ASAF, like from reality TV, is going to be a challenge champion. It doesn't, <laughs> there's just something weird about that. And so I almost want like TJ to be like, you guys are all trash. Like I want Challenge USA one, everyone quits and no one wins. Fine. I don't, this sounds really harsh. I don't feel like if you win this one, you're proper champ. I think so I want TJ right. to say that to them and then be like the challenge season 40 starts right now do you know what they should do after they've run the final after they win it he then goes but to be a champ you've got to beat the champ and then they have to do the final straight away all over again against every single champion that's ever been on the challenge (laughs) (laughs) especially do you know who i think they probably could have gotten this season sarah rice Brian, brian just that would be cool as, as a mercenary. Um, <laughs> I think they could have got Sarah Rice as a mercenary for this. So, yeah, that would have been a good one. To go back to who actually might make Brian the least sad. <laughs> oh, you yeah. sounded so empathetic. I am. Horacio, right? Horacio. Uh, Brian would be whacking himself silly over that. He's done two seasons. I think out of all of them, Jay... No, stop saying his name. Well, he's never done anything to even remotely deserve. Like the thing with the Leroy and the Corey and all those guys. Like, not only have they been on and given us so much, they've, they've, like he said, they've lost to people. They've come close. They've been in positions where they might have won if CT wasn't a beast, if Johnny hadn't won a million of these, if Wes wasn't wet. You know, all these things, and it's like. Jay has beaten CT in a elimination. I don't know if he's mentioned it before. And that's literally basically all he's done in the five seasons he's been on. Well, here's so my would, question would it be everyone. better that instead of going against champs, they go against people like that? And then if Leori wins, he gets to enter the game. Would that have oh. made it better? See? That would have been much better. You lied. Brian, did you hear that? One? Producer. Uh, yeah, Lauren, I think you fixed it. Lauren that just came been. up with a really good idea for chaos that would have worked. You could have Kyle, Corey, Talk to me. Lauren, it's your idea. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, instead of having them beat chance as mercenaries, bring in the finalists like the Leroy and the Corys and the Kyles um, that haven't won a championship. And if they win, they get to enter the game. 
Oh, so it's still that's battle for a champion. Oh, oh, and can I piggyback on that? And then the conquer sec section is like 10 people left in the game, including those mercenaries that have taken people's places against a team of 10 champions, the 10 mercenaries that actually came in. And then that's how it works. Then if you win it, you've won it. I'm still slightly hoping that the conquer section is they all get on giant ships paid for by the Spaniards and go to the Caribbean islands and spread disease and murder and steal all their gold. And on that note, wow. happy 100, everyone. <laughs> um, I just want to quickly touch on, did everyone watch the preview for next week's episode? No. No. Okay. Yes. So, so who's left? CT and Brad. Yeah. Ryan, did you feel the preview for next week's episode made it seem like it was CT? Yep. Okay. So I have a theory. Shock horror. Um, and that is that Michaela Bradshaw wins this. No, um, I have a theory <laughs> that basically, you know, all the stuff that happened with Johnny pulling out. Yeah. I think that ruined it for everyone. That completely yeah. fucked up the schedule. I think so, too. so they had to move everyone back. That's why they've had so many double women's days. So therefore, CT's next, and then they can't fly Brad out till the end. My other theory is that Brad actually lost, so they thought, let's not bother putting that in. And they've actually cut out a whole elimination. Oh. Interesting. But then how would they... I just feel like if they're putting CT in next week, and I might be wrong, they just made it seem it from the preview. Yeah. They probably just put made CT it seem in that and way. then go, oh, we've got one left, it's Brad. <laughs> I think they just made it seem that way. So we should be watching. That'll be an interesting thing for us to discuss next week on our 101st episode. Um, <laughs> team, boys, girl, it has been an absolute <laughs> pleasure talking to you. Um, I just want to say something um, uninterrupted, just genuine. Um, I have had so much fun these last 100 episodes um, chatting with you guys. I'm getting a bit emotional. Um, George, you know, we, we started this together and it was it was COVID, it was lockdown, I was in a bad place. You joined me, it helped me get through. Um, Brian, Lauren, you joined when I had to take a sabbatical, wasn't able to do it. Three of you helped carry this podcast through. Um, Ryan, you came on board after staying with me and me making you watch 78 episodes of The Challenge in three days. Um, and I feel like you've really completed our little podcast family. So just from me to all of you, thank you very much for being the best podcast team in the business and for allowing me to do this and enjoy myself and talk about the challenge with four people who mean a lot to me. So thank you. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah. We wouldn't we wouldn't have met if it wasn't for you. So it's mutual. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, um, so a big thank you to you guys. A big thank you to the challenge for just being on TV. A uh, big thank you to the listeners. <laughs> a big a big thank you to the listeners. Um, and you know, we will continue this conversation next week in episode 101. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can do so over on our Instagram at Challenge React. Uh, from me, Levi Hall, from George, from Brian, from Lauren, from Ryan. Everyone, peace. 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 <laughs>